first and foremost, it is such a delight to be with you today, Randy. I've been looking forward to this interview, to this episode, to this podcast, and it's just an honor having you on the We Don't Play show today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for the opportunity. This is good. Happy New Year to you and your wonderful audience. Thank you. Happy New Year to you too. You know, it's a blessing to be here now and to do different things for the New Year. Everybody is excited. Everybody's mood is up. It's just beautiful. You can just feel it in the air. So it's just what a perfect way to start and, you know, have that conversation as we go into the New Year. And it would be great to know more about you because I'm sure people are trying to figure out what does she do? I'm an after oh. five entrepreneur. Let's let's talk about yes, that. Yes, I move out of the way. I'm gonna sit back. You can see my uh, my little it's sign beautiful. in the back. I'm an after five entrepreneur, and I know that people are hearing the whole narrative. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to quit my job. I want to make six, seven figures, and all that. And yes, that is possible. But for me, it's a choice to be an after fivepreneur. And what is an after fivepreneur? An after fivepreneur is a one, someone who works a nine to five job because they have um, responsibilities and people depend on them, like my family, my mother. And I don't want to risk that by going on a tangent to discover something new and see if I can make it. Um, I keep my responsibilities and my commitment to those in my family, those who I love. And I use the after five time from six to sometimes midnight and on to invest in myself, to learn things, to create other businesses, to do my funnels, to do my Facebook ads. My, even my strategy calls are after six. So everything I do is after my nine to five. I tell people up front, I'm an entrepreneur. I make six figures in my entrepreneur business, but it's after five o'clock. I got my benefits, I got all my retirement, y'all. Cause I'm a baby boomer, I'm 62 years old and I ain't trying to just jump off the bridge. You know, I am not. Wow. Give me my paycheck, give me my paycheck so I can pay my bills for sure. And then, for years, I've taken, even as a kid, 14, I started doing, after I got out of school, did my chores, I used all my other hours to find out how to be in business, how to do business. I don't watch television that much. Um, if I'm not doing business, I'm in school. I have two master's degrees, an MBA, a PhD. I teach at four universities. That's my part of my business as the online adjunct. Uh, and after five business, I teach others how to create courses online. And I also, because you're a music person, I also have a company, uh, Single Tree Media, which is on Roku, Fire, Amazon. I do work with individuals who are independent artists. I walk them through how to create, record, mix, master, copyright, distribute their music without signing away their rights. Mm. So I have a lot of things that I do, but it's after five. And I got the six figures and I got the Rolls Royce too, but I'm still working nine to five. <laughs> I love that. Wow. This is everyone's dream, you know, to be yes. in that space where they can control their life, control their time you know, build that time for their families, for their loved ones, because we see a lot of people trading time for money and vice versa. So I'm sure people are wondering how they can 
split that and be more focused on what is mattering the most to them today and still feeling yes. like they're part of that conversation even after five, even after the post has been done, even after we've done dinner. You know, those are things people want to know. How can we stay connected without being always connected at the same time or simultaneously? Well, you, you have to define your life. I have two grown children. My daughter is 41. My son is 39. Um, and you have to define your life. And that's the thing I think people are missing. They listen to all the chatter and the noise on the outside. And then they take that and they try to fit themselves into that. It should be the other way around. You should not try to plug yourself into a shape or a mindset or construct because you're going to always just be disappointed and you're going to always feel like you're not living up to something but if you flip that and look on the other side of the coin and say hey i'm unique i was born god put me here for a reason i have unique talents i have new unique abilities even my weakness is a unique thing that i can use in my favor now let me define who i am if you're a person that I think about my son. Um, he's not a person that can uh, uh, go out and have this kind of job where he just ride around doing stuff. Cause he already know he gonna go off and he ain't gonna get the work done. He knows himself. He's the kind of person that needs to go in, clock in, do his job, make his bonus, whatever, go home. My point is to thyself, know thyself, and to thyself be true. Define who you are. And then think about your level. We're all at certain levels and certain competencies. Right where you are, what can you do that can make an extra buck or two? Because people are stretching themselves past where they are. Let me move my hand so you can see it. And, and it's like they never can get there. But if you're that person that cooks really well and you got this way you do chicken or goat or whatever you do and people love it right where you are, you know holidays are going to come up and you can say, hey, you know what? I know y'all busy and everything, but I will cook your dinner. I will cook this meal for you for such a such such a price. Sorry about that. Um, that's my son. I will cook that for you. And this is, you know what? I charge now you're at your level, you're using the talent you have, and now you're making money. You know what's going to happen? People are going to eat your food. They're going to spread the word. You're not posting anything. They're going to spread the word, you know. Sis cooked a, a mean meal. She does it only during the holidays, but if you can get on her book a, a week before the holidays, you won't have to lift a finger. Mm. Now, Sis has got 10 people. For a week before the holiday, she could cook in a bigger batch. The same, she got one meal she's serving. She ain't cooking this for Tom, this for Harry, this for Bridget. No, this is all I cook. This is what you're going to get for this price, $100. You get this for the meat, this two sides of dessert. Boom. She got 10 people and $100 plus. She's made her money for the holiday. Exactly. You know, and make an extra meal for herself and she don't have to cook, right? I'm just saying... Whatever your level is, just do that. And so if I go back to being an after fivepreneur, it's okay to work a nine to five to get your bills in. And then you don't have to worry as being an entrepreneur that you're not seasoned, you don't have the competencies, you still don't know yet. You don't have to worry if you don't pay your light bill, pay your mortgage or your rent. You know, you don't have to worry about that. So define yourself. 
then box around it the things you can do. And if if you, so, so so every day for my funnel, I have a funnel. I pay forty five dollars a day in Facebook ads. I bring. I mean, I get in about four, sometimes two, four or ten leads per day. I send out a, one email every day to them, and I get two clients per month at seventy-five hundred dollars. I teach them how to create online courses because I create online courses for universities. I teach them how to do it. I teach them how to connect. I teach them how to create the course. Their course is unique. I fold in who they are, their teaching style. I help them create a masterful course design. They have it. I show them how to do their ads. I show them how to do the weekly, the daily email. I show them how to have patience and how to take that same email, go to Canva and get a little, you know, some little picture and put it on LinkedIn if that's what you want, and put it on Facebook. But it's the same email. You just refashion it, and you just get up every day one email. And a picture from Canva, and you you have your e you you have your emails, your Facebook ads running, you're bringing in cold leads, you're nurturing them every day, and before you know it, you got two sales per month, mm. seventy five hundred dollars. That's fifteen. Let me lean in. That's fifteen thousand dollars per month times ten. Is that six figures? Yes, it is. Exactly. Do I still have my nine to five? Exactly. Is it a conflict of interest? No. Because I'm working after five. I'm putting my one email. I'm being patient. I'm talking to my client. Like this, this cold email, these cold people in my my list. I'm building an email list. I'm talking to them just like I'm talking to you. Mm. And before you know it, I got a booking. They're like, they want to talk to me, you know? And then boom, seventy-five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> That's so beautiful. I think this story has definitely given someone a light, you know, for the year, like something for them to look forward to and look, you know, you've just painted a picture that someone has been trying to draw all year or all 2021 and you just said it in yeah. two minutes. But I will say now, Faber, you, let me be real with you. Again, I'm 62. I'm a baby boomer. I ain't going to cut you. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to cut no slack and I'm not going to give you a fantasy. When you jump into entrepreneurship, if it's an after fivepreneur, you need to give yourself 12 months. Give yourself a full year because what's going to happen in the full year, you're going to learn about you, your style, the ideas. You have 1,500 ideas. You're going to funnel it down into one good idea. And then you're going to learn how to get make videos on that. You're going to learn what that brand is. What's your colors? What do you like? What time of day do you like to think about making your email? What pictures resonate with you? You're going to craft your brand in that year. As you're crafting your brand, you're going to show a video. You're going to create videos that are not good. Put them out there. Because what's going to happen is you're going to see what you did. You're going to, you know, keep executing. Then you pivot based on what you learn. Execute, pivot execute pivot what's going to happen is you're going to you're going to perfect this thing along the way 
and you're going to turn around 12 months later you're going to have an email list people are going to know you they saw you coming on the journey and and they're watching you even though they might not have liked they just might have been you know spying on your facebook you know how people do on the post they just be stealthy like you know or what they call them ghosts they're they're looking at you but they ain't saying nothing they're watching you come forth and then you're going to get your first client and you're going to be talking about to your client talking to your client videoing and people are going to see you and those people who wanted to be a part of your journey they're going to get the nerve to say hey you know i've been watching you for a while i like to buy what you offer but that's going to take a good 12 months and if you give yourself 12 months you will not be disappointed you're going to learn a lot about yourself learn a lot about your customer learn a lot about the market and you will not make all these mistakes and then all this stuff you're looking at let me buy this plan let me buy that but no just get one idea execute on that one idea and work that one idea until you perfect it mm. and, and you'll be what you know now i'm just gonna say if you got nine five hang on to it i'm just saying you know because <laughs> it'll be ups and downs right, right? Exactly. This is a really great start for someone to think ahead of those 12 months. You know, we think if we think about 12 months ago, we were in a different position than we are now. 12 months from now, we're yes. going to be in a different place. So, yes. It's that growth and people think growth is stagnant, but they're daily growing as a person, but they don't want to cultivate that through their process, which that personal oh, development yes. comes in. Yes. I mean, you are a flower. I wrote a book called Soul Seed, and it's about, um, you know, we, we, we're marched into this file, this single file in the world saying, this is what you should be, this is what you should do. Get this job, get this husband, get, get this house, get this whatever, and you're checking all these boxes, and then at the end of it, you're, you're not happy. You've done all this, but there's a part of you that still hasn't bloomed yet. It's the seed of the soul. And I call it that because, you know, with a flower, you put the seed in, you can see it grow. But we are souls that were planted in this flesh. That's our seed. It's a soul. How, how can you see a soul? How can you see the characteristics of a soul? It has to be displayed on the outside of the person. They have to plant themselves in good ground. They have to plant themselves in a good environment. And then they have to do certain things that enable them to change their mindset, change their behavior. That's going to make them bloom and blossom. And what is blooming and blossoming? It's the actual talents and gifts you were given at birth. You didn't even work for them. They're begging to come out and be seen by the world. But we hide them with all the things we think we should do that are like everyone else. No. We should be unique as we are. Like Feva Obasi Ike. That is unique, right? I am Randy Anita Rutledge. I am unique. I have a male's name, but I'm a female. I was born a female. Always been a female. So that's my uniqueness. I, I take, I was born with six brothers and I'm the only girl. So I understand the male mindset, living in a male mindset, not fearing things and just being my unique self. I don't have to have on, now I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to throw no shade, but I don't have to have on a lace front, false nails, 
or lashes to be who I am. I don't need any of that. Anyway, my brothers would probably say, Ram, what's going on with you? You know, what are you, what are you trying to do? <laughs> That's kind of brothers. Like, <laughs> I'm from Jersey and I don't like people. People do what they want. They have a choice. But when you get down to the bareness of who you are, you might cry or you might, if you're a male, punch a wall or whatever you do, because you've been told and you've been socialized to think you should be more than who you are to be accepted. You should have more, you should be shaped different, you should be, no, accept who you are because there is no one that's going to fight and stand in your two feet, your two shoes and stand proudly about being who they are than you are. Nobody can be proud of you, more proud of you than yourself. And if you don't get that, then that to me is the work for 2022. It's doing that first work over, understanding who you are, getting rid of the hate, getting rid of expectations, finding out who you are, loving it, all of the of it, even the imperfected parts. Because imperfection can move into perfection once you start loving it. You will see even that thing you think is not good, you'll, you'll change when it comes to that, right? I love that. That, that so is so right. So just be who you are, you know? That is so right. This is a, it's like a live conversation we're having here, you know? Because yes. people think about those things that make them who they are, which is what they do by taking care of their family, being proud of themselves for doing this and doing that, which is great. But I believe it's even greater when someone else talks about what you've done for them because now you don't have to say anything at this point. No. No, 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 no. I'm I'm loving the whole after... I actually trademarked it after Fivepreneur because uh, I, 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 uh, I think entrepreneur is all well. But there are about 13 to 20 types of preneur, like kidpreneur, mompreneur, all kinds of preneurs. And so I think people should find their space and get in that. And um, you can make extra money or money that will enable you to do all kinds of things. You just don't have to jump off on a cliff so you can tell the world, oh, my time is mine. But when you cut off the video light, you just eat noodles like for 50 days, you know, and that's all you got. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's not good. All those carbs <laughs> and salt. So, you know, tell the real story. You yeah. know, uh, and just be who you, be yourself. No, I like to be an entrepreneur, but I can't take the risk, you know. So that's me. I won't take the risk by choice. I think we're going to title this episode, What Type of Entrepreneur or What Type of Preneur Are You? Are you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's just a I'm beautiful an thing. You're an after fivepreneur. And some people think they can't do that, but I think it's because they think, oh, after five, I got an hour traffic, then I got to take care of the kids, and I got to put the kids to bed. And I have to eat and then I have to wake up in the morning. So those excuses are already clouding their process, which is already stopping them from starting. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, um, I used to live in Atlanta. I live in Florida now. Um, I'm originally from Jersey. Uh, there was a two and a half, two hour, one and a half hour coming from Atlanta to Villarica. And I would listen to audio books. So here's the thing. If you want to be an uh, after five for 
one thing you have to do during your 12 month period is learn. So of course, if you can't, um, if you're in traffic, use that time to listen to your audible, your audio books, whatever you're trying to learn, whether it's marketing, business, how to get a, how to get an LLC, how to get your EIN, how to get your check, whatever you're trying to learn, you can learn a lot by hearing. And then you only need one hour a day to apply to what you learn. If you shut down everything and in that one hour a day, you can do a lot. Um, what you don't get that day, you can put on the list for the next day. And so you'll always have a running list of things you have to do in that hour. And you'll find yourself um, um, thinking about ways that you can add, make it two hours. So the things that you do that you're not doing anything, you'll start stop, you'll stop doing those things and add it to the thing that's going to help you you know, be better and, and get your, you know, business started. It's choices, you know? Yeah. And these choices we make, they're made daily, you know? Yes. So when you think about being in that personal development mindset, how do you stand across the crowd and make sense when people don't know who you are or have no clue of what you're saying? It's yes. like, you know, it's different. Sometimes I even get to ask and I ask people to, would this make sense to a five-year-old if you explained it the same way? Oh, yeah. You know, I actually tried the entrepreneurship with my grandkids. I have five of them and I tell them, OK, some of them were not doing so good in school because they didn't think, you know, I guess I don't know what they were thinking. And I told them my grandson, I said, OK, I when you go to school, I want you to stop or think about changing your behavior when it comes to kids, how you're playing around and talking in class. And I want you to only do that when it's recess. When you go outside to do your gym or whatever, I want you to only play when it's playtime. When they say it's playtime, I want you to only communicate with your friends at lunch when you're eating your lunch. But when you walk into your class, I want you to think that this is my job and I must do my job to the best of my ability. The only way I someone is going to know I'm doing my job to the best of my ability is when they see my grades. And then I told them, for every week that every day that you do good in the week. You're going to get $5 per day, Monday through Friday. That's $25 at the end of the week. And I was talking to him over the phone and I asked my son, tell me if he blinks his eyes three times. Because I know my grandchildren. I know each one of them, their little <laughs> tactics, what they do. I said, now, after the call, tell me if he blinks three times. So then I said, and I think he was seven then when I started. Because it's been it's been three years I've been doing this. And he's like an eight on roll, on roll now. Wow. Seven. Um, and so then, so now I said, now this is what this means. $5 a day times five is 25. And if you do this for four weeks in the month, in the, in the uh, month, you're going to average a hundred dollars and I'm going to pay you every Friday. And so he blinks his thighs three times. My son said, <laughs> and he says, so grandma, is that like, are you saying you can give me a hundred dollars a month and I can spend it how I want to? And I told him yes. And he was getting letter for sent home. <laughs> the next day he started and the, the next day he started that the day after the teacher sent the note home saying his name is Jonathan. Jonathan was so good in class today. He was so good. He did all his work. He was getting bad letters before. Then all of a sudden, the day after, he started getting good letters. Wow. So now, now he's 10, 
And if I miss a if I miss a day, you know he's calling me, Grandma. Did you did you not? You know I'm doing good. Did, did I not get my money this week? <laughs> <laughs> but I had another. You know, we're talking about eating kids. I had another thing I did a year and a half later. It was around Christmas, and I told all of them, "All right, you get your twenty-five dollars every week." All right, starting in November or October, I'm still going to give you the twenty twenty-five dollars. But if you if you could save or whatever you could save when December first comes, I'm going to give you double that. Mm. So, so it was like out of five grandkids, four of them, no, three of them had two hundred. They saved every dollar from October to November, and they had two hundred dollars when December first came. And so I gave them another two hundred dollars. My grandson, one who made me start this, Jonathan, he only had twenty eighty dollars, so I gave him eighty, and he felt a little sad, and his sister was on him. But I told him, don't feel sad. What you're doing is learning about money, whether you want to save it or not, and how you can double your money by saving in certain instances. So this year he did it. He was good. He did it this year. This is a... <laughs> so you, you can explain it to a kid and that's their business at that time mm. but they, you can explain it to them if you do it just right I feel like that is literally giving them finance school or money school or management school yes. at a very tender age so that when they have a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars or a real estate investment or anything that they're going to do the money's not unfamiliar to them right and they learn how to make choices about money. They learn how to make choices about money because my daughter, she said her her three kids, they would not spend a dollar. Once I told them they could get double the money October 1st, she said, mom, they are not spending. I don't care what it is. They say they want this, that they are not spending. They are suffering because wow. they know they're gonna have $400 on December 1st. <laughs> That is beautiful. Wow. I feel like every parent should do this for their kids. Every every child should have the opportunity to say, okay, I want to make some money. Or I want to save some money. And that also trains them so that when you give them money when they're in college, you don't feel yes. like it's going down the drain. Discipline, favor. It's discipline. And discipline is something that must be learned. It must be applied for them. What does discipline feel like? It's a restraint. It's a restraint. And you will feel this back and forth. Should I, should I not? Should I, should I not? If I do this, they have this conversation to themselves. That's what you want. You want them to experience it. Disappointment, sacrifice. You want them to experience it young so that when they get it older, they're, they're familiar with that whole questioning and that whole scenario that they went through instead of it being a shock, you know? They always get what they want, then when they don't, those are the kids you see the parent is just walking away from them because they're in a Walmart just walling all over the floor. They don't mm. know what it is not to get what they what they uh what they want. Mm. You know when I hear this, <laughs> it's just taking me back. <laughs> This is real life conversations we're having here on this podcast. Like it's it's yes. real talk. <laughs> oh yeah, it's real talk. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, you know, at sixty-two years old, I got stories. You know, I've been around. <laughs> I've been in the military. You know, I had a long career. You know, I'm an ex-soldier. All this stuff. So I experienced a lot of things that I do transfer to my children and their children. Yes. That's beautiful, and I'm so blessed and privileged to 
you know, be here with you, just connecting with you and talking about this at this stretch, because this teaches us, you know, how we can do it. People, you know, who are starting homes, who want to train up their children, they don't know what to say or how to say things or how to use analogies. You know, this is where, this is really where that basic fundamental practice comes in and we can take it to any level. Yeah. Well, they're not dumb. Kids are smarter than you think. You think they're not observing. They're observing everything. And you can just sit down at the table and say, hey, you know, I blew it on that one. What, what do you think we should do now? Or how should I handle <laughs> right. this? If this was you and you were me, I was your kid, what would you do? Mm-hmm. That's just true. Just bring them into conversation, right? Exactly. Bring them into the conversation. They'll tell you. And the thing is, when they give you that honest one sentence answer, it sounds so simple, but it's so deep. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't have to whip your children and punish them to break their spirits. Don't do it. Um, I, I think about a story my son told me. His son has a phone, and he was texting, and he was making cuss words and different things. And my, husband, my, my son found out about it, and so... He asked me, what should I do, Mom? I said, well, you know, I didn't beat you. I I talked to you. And so then I said, just talk to him. Ask him why he was doing it. And he talked to him and he said he was just trying to be cool and he thought that this was good. And he he burst out crying and saying he he, he was sad that he disappointed his father. And so... You know, I told his father, I said, remember when you were out in the street and everything? He was the only one that was there for you. Out of your children, your other child, and your your wife, he was the one that no matter what you did, what you, what he never stopped loving you. I said, and now you got to tell him that he did not disappoint you. Tell him that he, so he doesn't, his heart is not broken. And when my son went to him and said that, my grandson said, can you pray with me, Dad? Mm. And so they prayed together about him not having the spirit to make him want to do things that's against who he is. Whoa. I know. And so my son, he had been in the world doing different things, but most recently this last year, he had accepted Christ as his Lord and Savior again and really... When I say again, a lot of times we do that, but we don't commit to it and do all the things we need to do to change us into a new creature. And so this time he did, and he had been walking in that way for over six months. And so when his son, and my son has been in the in the prison, I call it the system, he's done, been through a lot. And so when he was getting upset at him because he was cussed, you know, texting curses in the, in the phone, I said, no, don't do him like that. That was the one that stood by you, no matter what anybody said. That little eight-year-old boy stood by you, no matter where you were, if they didn't see you. So you need to tell him that he did not disappoint you. And when he told him that, he just said, well, Dad, can you pray with me? Mm. And I was like saying that that's how you teach your children. You don't bust them in the head and break their spirit. You give them a bridge to climb over and let them know you're human and let them know you make mistakes. There ain't no guide on how to raise a child that we doing this together. Mm. And so, yeah. That's beautiful. This is definitely a character development and a self-check, a reality check 
you know, something that people can think about and ask themselves, am I doing this right? Am I treating people yes. right? Because when they have a bad day at work, they put it on their spouse or on their children. You know, it's it's not it's not the way life is supposed to be. That's right. That's right. We have to take a knee. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Take a knee and ask yourself: Is what you're about to do or what you're about to say is it going to impact you, your loved ones, and anyone else in a positive or in a negative way? Hmm. And if it's negative, you need to stay down there and put the other knee down there and pray, pray for some understanding. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's beautiful. I, I feel like now at this point, someone is going to replay this, rewind, rewatch, and rethink. Because when you hear something the first time, it's it's like that light bulb. And then when you listen to it again, you're like, oh, this is what I missed. So if there's yes. one thing they can take away from today, learning that 2022 is literally at the palm of their hands and they, they can do anything they want to do, what is that thing that this person, this entrepreneur, this creator, this father, mother, child, you know, teenager, whoever is listening, because a lot of people listen to this podcast and they go from yes. different age ranges. So I want to make sure that it touches home and it hits home correctly. I would say forgiveness on two sides of a coin. Number one, have some some forgiveness for yourself. Because you put some things in your mind and you set out some things to do. And you may not have accomplished them and, and you were disappointed or you felt like in some kind of way you weren't at a certain level that that's not true what i what i would say is forgive yourself for giving yourself things to do or challenging yourself in a way that wasn't necessarily um, a fit for you if that makes sense so forgiving yourself for giving your for forgiving yourself for putting things on a list and things for you to do that wasn't necessarily a fit for who you are uniquely. And on the other side of that coin, I say forgive anyone else who has done something to you that you have collected it and harbored it and put it in your heart. You know the day they did it, what they did, you don't know why they did it, but they did it to you and you held that, you're still holding that. And that person, has they don't even remember. They went on with their lives, they don't even remember. And you see them and you want to get back at them and you're like, they better not, they better not come in my face because they do it. It's on, you know. No. Forgive anyone that you perceive has done something to you. Just get it out of your spirit so you can move on in 2022. Just let it go. Let it go. Be the bigger person. Let it go. Forgive yourself for putting more on yourself than you could bear and handle. Forgive others for doing things to you that they don't even know it hurt you. So forgiveness on both sides of the coin. That's beautiful. And I 100% agree with that because that's the beginning of self-awareness and self-love. Yes. And, you know, when you love yourself, you love other people and you can only love yes. someone as much as you love yourself. And you ain't always going to get that back. So just understand that. You know, exactly. Just be yourself. <laughs> they, they ain't going to do like you do. Don't worry about it. Just keep on going. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness, you're so welcome, Randy. <laughs> you're most oh welcome. This has been a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful time show opener. It's it's usually when I when I see this, it shows me it's a new season. It's a new episode. Yes. It's a new sunrise. It's a new you know looking up to the stars, the sun, the, the moon, whatever you're looking oh, at. Oh, yes, yes, you know. yes. So you, most podcasters say if they got one thing, I got one thing for you. And, and that is, I pray a blessing on you, your family, your finances, your health, your mindset, and anything that you set to do. I pray that you have a strategy for it, that you create the habits that are going to perform that and that you look back in 12 months and have seen the things that you desire for this year. Uh, and if it's five years or whatever, because we always have strategies that's one year, three, five, and that all the things that are meant for you and that are going to bless you and further you, that those are the things that you experience. And those things that are not meant for you, that would cause you harm, I pray that they are not even put in your path, that they're set aside so you can have a great 2022 year. Amen. Amen to that. That is, wow. This is huge. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're <laughs> that's my that's my one thing to you, my prayer. All right. I really appreciate that. I really do. If there's one way they can reach out to you and they want to connect with you, maybe someone may want to get you on their podcast or connect with you. How is the what's the best way they can start? You can dial. Uh, you can send me an email, Randy R A N D Y at Singletree dot media because I I'm gonna put it in the chat. Okay. Um, Randy at Singletree dot media. Um, and then I also put this also in the show description for you guys to have access to it, you know, at your earliest convenience. Yes, I got it. And that's my website, singletree.media. If they are interested in, you know, putting programs on the air or whatever, anything, that's one, my website. And they can go there and get in touch with me as well. Amazing. Okay? Awesome. Thank you so much, Randy. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. All right. <laughs>